Pushkin. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Phil Donahue. And I'm Arlo Thomas. And we're going on a series of double dates to find out... What makes a marriage last? What a crazy afternoon in New York. The day we met Brian Cranston and Robin Dearden. Oh, God, I remember. Brian was starring in the hit Broadway production of Network, and the curtain was going up in just a few hours, so we had a very narrow window of time to visit with them at their apartment. And then our cab driver took us to the wrong address. And it was rush hour. We were almost a full hour late. It was just the worst. No time to kind of warm up to each other. I wonder if you plugged into the wrong thing. You plugged into that. Yes, I noticed yeah, that. I'm an idiot. That's <laughs> because I'm completely from... She's discombobulated. I've never made this. You were rattled, but Brian was so relaxed. Right, this is a neat, nifty yeah. little thing you got. As, you have a 7 o'clock yeah. curtain, isn't that? 7 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, so let's talk. I have more Once more we got our act right together, we <laughs> dove in by talking about their so parents' parents marriages. Marriage? All seven of my parents' marriages <laughs> were wonderful. I'm not uh, kidding. <laughs> my, my mom was married four times. My dad was married three times. They had numerous boyfriends and girlfriends. and Yeah, so in many ways, my parents taught me what not to do. This kind of laissez-faire attitude into marriage didn't work. Um, Where were you from? I'm from L.A., uh-huh. born and raised out there. Uh-huh. And uh, so, were you kind of against marriage? No, I was married once before uh-huh. when I was twenty-three, uh-huh. and then I got married again when I was thirty-five. I think I was thirty-five. You were thirty. I was thirty-three. So ten years yeah. after my trial marriage, right. <laughs> uh, 
So it didn't scare you off marriage, the fact that there were all those marriages? No, no, because the woman that I married wasn't a bad person. She was a lovely person. Mm -hmm. It just, it just was the wrong time, and I wasn't in love with her. And I, I think I took a, a, a very casual look at it. It wasn't fair to her. It wasn't fair to me. Fortunately, we didn't have any children, and she went her separate way and remarried and has a life and the life she wanted. What about you, Robin? What about your family? I came from the complete opposite of his. I had a Leave It to Beaver. I was raised in Whittier, little tiny town, Nixon's hometown. Right. But I'm a native Californian too. Right. I never wanted to get married. It wasn't high on my list, and and my parents never instilled in me the need to be married. We grew up in the mostly our formative years in the 70s and the the sexual revolution in the 60s busted it open and the 70s sort of celebrated that kind of looseness and you you got waylaid and and off track i think a lot by by fun yeah by fun right and by freedom and convincing yourself that you may be in love with someone when you're really not and you may not have that much in common with them and now you're in so deep, you're like, oh, how do I extract myself? I got married very young. Right. And then afterward, I realized, oh, I've made a mistake. And I realized then, if I do this again, I really have to know what I'm doing and be in love. So then you met on a set, right? Yeah. <laughs> we met on a on a really terrible television show called Airwolf, uh -huh. which starred a helicopter. <laughs> and, uh, and I was the bad guy of the week on this episode. She was the victim of the week. I kidnapped her and held her for ransom. And, and Along with a few other women. I, yes. I was going to say, how sexy. Yeah, yes. Was, you, you had a gun on her? Oh, uh, yes. Did. I threatened to kill her yes. or, or date her, whichever, whichever she chose. <laughs> We met on Airwolf. We didn't start dating then. It was a year later that we ran into each other in an improv comedy class um, and, and got to know each other and, and got to be friends. But I think we were, we were lucky. We were guided to this. The year, the, the t at the time that we met, uh, we, I had a girlfriend too. She had a boyfriend. So we were able to... Just not have the, the tension, oh, I should make a move and ask her out and all this. And fun flirting. Uh, we were able to just have fun and flirt and, yeah. and, and it's like, oh, that's nice. And, and we just kind of slowed into it as opposed to uh, uh, overextending yourself physically, making that commitment, and then having to backtrack to figure out who this person is who you just had relations with, right. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yes, I do. So, and you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. Remind me. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We, we yeah. fool ourselves right. and we go, oh my God, I'm doing this again. And then I, uh, I, I went to Oxford for a summer and he came over and he stopped at Oxford and, and I went, oh, it's you. <laughs> and I'd never felt that way in my life. Wow. But what did, oh, it's you, mean? I, I can't explain it except that it was just this reaction to, oh, I do, I do want to get married, and I want to marry you. Wow. That's, so you knew that? I knew pretty fast, and had never felt that way before. 
And and you were you thinking that she could be the one? Or mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was very keen on this. We had the most romantic date in at Stratford upon Avon. I rented a punt ever, and we were we had sandwiches on a beautiful day like, like today, this. and Looked a like bottle this. of wine, oh, and we were great. punting, and we oh. found a little shady place under a tree in the water, and oh. it was like. We kissed like made out like bandits. Oh, how lovely! Oh, how great! Yeah, your proposal received a lot of ink. (laughs) Was that was that bathtub in London or was that no? No. He owned a cabin with a a friend of his. Two actors. They bought a cabin up in Big Bear. It it was (laughs) hilarious because the bathtub was a standard size bathtub in a a crappy cabin (laughs) in the mountains. So there wasn't any room. For me to face him, so, you're sort of, so I'm, I'm facing the spout like this. Yeah. Your me. back was against his chest. Yes. 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 So I kept on th- thinking, what? Well, well, I orchestrated the whole thing. Guard. I designed it this way because I thought that if I was to face her and trying to get these lines out, I would, you would cry. I would crack. I did. I really did. So I thought, oh man, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? I had champagne, I had a little music going, and. And I'm going, what the and, hell is this? And mm-hmm. every time I start to talk, she starts to turn around to look, and I push her face back towards the front so that I could, let me just get this out. Uh, Was that a surprise? At that moment, it wasn't a yeah. surprise because it was like, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> kind of. Now, the other thing was the ring. Yeah. I'm, we're nude, as one is <laughs> in a, a bathtub. bathtub. Right. Where would I put the ring? <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, no, she'll see it there. So if I put it, uh, no. That's It'll not. go down the drain. And I said, so I thought, oh, I put it on my baby toe. <laughs> I put it all the way on my, and submerged the foot. That's so great. So that but she would see. Me, then this foot. Came up My foot came up and did this. Because oh, like, I couldn't reach it. Is this a horror movie? Yes, yeah, it no, was. No, it sounds, like a, it sounds like an improv. It was, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was an improv. Right. It was that's all hilarious. true. That's, that's very that's funny. the way it worked out. It's a good thing she said yes. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you get out of that? But, you know, there's a lot of sincerity in that. You know, yeah. you're not just another girl. Yeah. No, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it worked. So what, what, well, let me put it this, how do you fight? Everybody has their way that they fight and how they make up from a fight. Because I'm Italian and Lebanese, right. and yeah. he's Irish. Right. Yeah. We have a very different way of fighting. Yeah. Uh, we've had to learn over years oh, yeah. how actually to fight. So without, you know, somebody going out the window. <laughs> I used to say to him, I have a feeling that someday there'll be just nothing left but an eyelash and some white hair on the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, and they'll say, they were here. Shreds of hair. <laughs> well, there's Phil. There's Mara. <laughs> um, so h- how would you say well, your I style would, is? I would first say that I'm the moodier of the two of us. He's oh. crankier than I am. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> she is perfect, uh, perfect much way. steadier uh-huh. in her in her comportment and personality than I am. He explodes. I I pout. Uh huh. Yeah. As she is learning to not take things too seriously and to let things go, I have learned to identify when the train is going on the wrong track early, mm-hmm. so that it's not 
so far down the road that you go, ooh, I've made a mistake, right? And I am sorry, and now we need to back up a train to go <laughs> to get on the right way. Now I need to learn to go. Oh, that's the switch. Uh, start start making uh, adjustments now, as opposed to holding on to that and letting it go too far down the road. That's a great visual. To think about, uh, there's a switch that you can stop this now. Yeah. yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah. You know, Alan Alda said in the middle of a fight, he has to say to himself, but she's the one I love. I have to, like, back off of this. You know, I Put actually, actually love her. down, <laughs> Alan. I actually love her. Yes. I don't need to do this. I asked Billy Graham once, have you ever considered divorce? Never. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you guys ever thrown that divorce word around? Never. There's no, because else. then you're 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 it's holding like a, a threat thing. over yeah, someone. It's a threat mm-hmm. and, a... and if you're thinking that, then there's a problem. Right. But or but to use it Go to get help it. as a couple. Yeah. Right. We, we, we firmly believe in getting yeah. help as a couple. Do you? Therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And have you early or what, later? Very Both early. Before we early, were middle, late. Really? Yeah. Before you were married because you thought what? Because we were both in our 30s, because I recognized that I had gotten myself into uh, situations where I'm in a relationship and I don't want to be again and again and again. And I'm thinking... Wait a minute. What, what? Why is this pattern happening to me? Slow down and pull it back. But if you do find someone who you really know, as I did with Robin, okay, now I don't want to mess this up. So I'm impressed with your insight that time of your life. Where'd that come from? When we went into therapy, it was before we married because Brian used to say to me, I love you. I know I want to marry you. I just don't know when. I was 34. So there was a part of me that was going, but you're assuming I'll still be here. Right. And that made me mad because mm-hmm. it was like, I took it I was way. just he being honest. Was, he even thought it was I a wasn't big ready. I got it. Right. So right. what else should I say? No, no. Right. You're it's lucky like, that she cared enough yeah. to listen. I mean, isn't it amazing that the timing of any couple can work out? I know. It's I was on amazing. Phil's show promoting something. And uh, he said to me on his show, how, how does a girl like you not get married? I was like 36 or so at the time. And I said, I'm never getting married. I have no intention of getting married. And uh, he said, really? Yeah, it's all right. So uh, we started dating. And about <laughs> <laughs> well, you have no Because he said, dating, he said uh, great, she has no uh, intention of getting uh, married. Yeah. What? A perfect woman. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so I don't know, about seven, eight months in, he asked me to marry him. And I said, you're crazy. I just, I, I'm not ever getting married. So then he never brought it up again. And like three years went by and I said, I'd kind of like to get married. <laughs> you know, it was like, he was smart enough to like, okay, fine, she just want to get married. Right. Because you weren't saying, I don't want to have a relationship with you. No, I was crazy about him. I was what you call, Candy Bergen and I used to say about our boyfriends, I'm crazy about him. But we never said I'm in love with anybody. Uh, I didn't admit the love part until um, we actually broke up for three months. Because it was so hard. I was in L.A. He was in Chicago with his show. And right. it was so much trouble to get together. It was exciting right. as hell. I mean, right. we, would, you know, right. we would make out in the airport. But it, it, was, it was terrible in many ways. And so said, you know what, this is just too much. And so we did. We broke up. And in those three months of being apart, I, I, I thought, there's nobody. Yeah. 
with him, and he called me in the middle of the night, <laughs> and he said, I never thought anybody could be this irreplaceable. Aww. And then we both cried on the phone, and that Aww. was it. You know, you allowed yourselves to slow down, right? separate, <laughs> right. and really experience the loss. Right. What you yeah. had to lose if you weren't together. Right. Yeah. Early on, because we both wanted it to work, I came up with a, an idea that would take the decision-making out. Um, and that is, if either one of us said, I want us to go in to see the therapist, there is no discussion to it. And we agreed upon that early on. So whenever anyone says, it's really important to me, okay, you back off. It's like, let's set it up. What are you doing? And she is almost always the one to say, I think we need to go in. And it, it surprises me. I go, really? Yes, it's important to me. And just the idea of being in that environment and offering up a thought, a notion, a feeling that comes to you and, and sharing it. Right. And having somebody who's, who's impar not impar or impartial, basically, in looking at both sides and how... I receive information how he receives information. An interpreter. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, They're and interpreters. The thing is, mental health has always been viewed as a weakness. Yeah. Sure. That if you need therapy, oh, your no. character is in question. Or if you need therapy, you must, you must be crazy. I tell people all the time, I, when they say, really, you, want, you go to therapy? And it's like, yeah. I said, let me, let me ask you a question. You drive a car. If, you're, if the red light on your car said engine trouble, right. would you stop, open up the hood, and start dinkering? Of course not. It's like, I don't know where to begin. What makes you think that you can fix your marriage if that warning light is on? Right. And that's all it is. Right. Just the caution light going, hey, uh, You might want to look into this. And so we actually use the phrase... Uh, we need a tune-up. That's great. Uh, let's just go get a tune-up. Most people go through life completely unconscious, and they don't understand why they run into a bus. Right. You know, and, that, yeah. right. and you run into a bus in your marriage. You run into a bus raising children. You have a daughter. I have a daughter, yeah. Right. Uh, and, yeah. and did you... Were you good co-parenting, or did you argue about that, or did you have to find a, a pattern for that? No, we didn't. No. no we didn't We've never... We, we haven't really had... Uh, How do you find that style? You know, to well, you know, it's making it sound like we haven't had any knockdown, dragout <laughs> fights, and believe me, we have. That's you do. Right. We've been married thirty years. Of course, Brian wanted more children, and I didn't. We'll have more after a quick break. Hello, hello. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. Let me tell you an unconventional story about a healthcare group that wanted to improve their efficiency. Boston Children's Hospital. They were already a leading pediatric facility. Their patient outcomes, workflows, and delivery of care were already great. But they wondered, how can we make it better? So the hospital got to work. Their idea was to build what they called clinical mobility meaning a system which would allow their staff to access information and interact with patients on mobile devices anywhere in the hospital. 
And what made that possible? 5G. The hospital rebuilt their entire system with 5G technology at its core. That infrastructure now supports thousands of phones and tablets so practitioners can communicate with patients on a whole new level. Boston Children's also made sure the system could flex and scale to handle medical advancements like robotic surgery and virtual reality for training and research. This was worlds away from how they had previously operated. This innovative work hasn't gone unnoticed, first by patients, but also by their peers. Boston Children's was a first place winner in the industry category at last year's unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business, an event that celebrates customers who've dared to innovate for the sake of innovation. If the Boston Children's story rings a bell with you, if your team has asked the same questions about building a better business solution, I encourage you to enter this year's awards. It's a great way to be recognized for smart, disruptive thinking in front of some of your industry's most influential leaders. You can enter at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. That's tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. I'll save you a seat. As listeners to this show, you probably consider yourself pretty smart. But how smart is your wallet? When you're looking to upgrade your wallet, it's time to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds has the financial smarts to help you find the right financial products for you. Before NerdWallet, you might have paid for vacations with whatever was in your wallet. But you could have been missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. Now you can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. This is your chance to reignite some old musical passions or pick up an instrument for the first time. Connect with more than 100 of the world's best teachers and musicians. You'll get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 a month, less than a single private lesson. I mean, why do we do Broken Record? Not just because we love hearing from great musicians. We do it because we think that there is something beautiful about the appreciation of music. Don't you think we need more of that in our lives these days? That's the mission of Musora, to inspire, educate, and connect musicians. Enjoy unlimited personal support, weekly live streams, student lesson plans. It's like having a personal music teacher, only much, much better. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com, to start a new musical journey today. We're back to our interview with actors Brian Cranston and Robin Dearden. After having one child, Robin and Brian faced a tough dilemma. He had hopes for more children. Robin was done. Really? So that was a big therapy thing for wow, us. Wow, I'll bet. Yeah. I think... I really would have resented having two kids when he would be gone like six months or go off and do a movie. Or... Right. And, and how did you get through that? 
Well, um, as a progressive, enlightened male, <laughs> I said, well, I think it's fair that you should have two votes and I'll have one vote. Uh, so because of the, the you know, we biological We talked issues. it out for a long so time. So I said, I said, well, maybe when Taylor is one years old, I'll bring it up. When she's two years old, I'll bring it up. And if after that, I won't bring it up. But we, was we like, no, like, okay. But we did go to therapy for that. Yeah. And I learned something really interesting mm. about you at, at that. Because oh. I had, yes. We were getting deep into him wanting more children so much and me being fine with not. The therapist asked Brian, why do you think this is so important? And you had this epiphany of, because I only think of a family as my siblings. And because oh. his parents were so fractured uh -huh. that us only having one was not a family. Right. I really relied on my brother, who's two years older than me, during the fracture of the family. He was like, he was running defense and blocking for me and figuring things out together. And we were very, very close for a long, long time. I thought, boy, I really needed my brother. Our little sister needed us too at times to take care of her to babysit when mom was drinking too much or whatever, you know. So that's what I kept thinking. It's not for me, it's for Taylor. I thought it's better for Taylor to that's have true. a sibling. Mm -hmm. I, I don't disagree with you. I think that that's true. You want to go into the other <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> let's, it's not for too late, baby. Sure now. Yeah, that should be safe. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure now. Big, big deal. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Having, yeah. Did it change your marriage a lot? By? Having a baby? By? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what? Yeah. I mean, well, because I did have her when I was 40, because I did have major complications. It took me a year to even feel quasi-normal again. Uh -huh. It just wrecked me. It just totally wrecked me. Mm -hmm. And that was part of it, too. I just don't want to go through that again. It was just... So it man. deprived you of the joy of motherhood then, didn't it? For a while, yeah. I mean, not from, right. two, not from two on, from two years old on. But that first year was really, really hard. It was really hard. Um, but Brian was home then. He wasn't gone. I wasn't, you know, going so, through it by myself. Helpful, huh? Oh, yeah. And it's like, we'll just do this. We'll just get through this. That's who he is. That in everything, he's like that. There was another point. His grandmother was in dementia in a, uh, a home. And she had to go to the bathroom. And he said, I'll help you, Grandma. And she said, oh, no, no, no. Because she wasn't really sure who he was. And she said, oh, no, no, I'd be too embarrassed. He goes, oh, Grandma, don't you know I'm a doctor now? And she went, oh, okay. <laughs> that That's good. so good. And, how did, and so. what was it about, about Robin that made you? I, mean, I think part of it was just the, the, the person that she is, that she still has a, a joyous appreciation for simple things, for just life, a good, positive outlook. She wasn't cynical or sarcastic, uh, yet she was funny. She was beautiful, still is. And the character of a person is what you should hitch your wagons to. What are the choices you make when times are tough? Is there a, an example? Well, it's interesting because 
<laughs> one of our first fights was when she had this boyfriend. And we were now getting together, and she hadn't officially told the boyfriend that... He didn't live in Los Angeles. ...that this was not going to go any further. And I thought, you know, this is... I'm sensing something here. I'm sensing something here. You I better lost, tell him. I lost my voice. I physically lost yeah. my she voice. She was so afraid to tell him. It was such a psychological... Wow. It was like I got laryngitis. Oh, that's wild. Couldn't speak. That's like, wild. Was, yes. So. <laughs> Did you believe it? <laughs> well, I was having a difficult time with he this was. whole thing. And, he, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yes. yes. Thank you for saying You're that. Yes. Absolutely. I was in the right on here completely. Uh, but they were asking, what is it about me that you love so much? <laughs> Not the mistake that I'm I made. I'm thinking. The I'm one, thinking. The one big mistake I made. I just don't think that. I'm going to do any better than you. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. No. <laughs> what would you pass on to a young couple who's about to be married that you've learned being able to laugh. It's mm -hmm. really important to me. Um, and then the other thing is just, I'll say sometimes, I'm your best friend. I've got your back. Don't forget that. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can both remember that. What about you, mister? <laughs> you have to know that you've fallen in love uh, before you attempt this. Now, it's, it's sounds overly simplistic because, well, of course, well, but really be in love and take the time to really desire that person, to miss that person sometimes. Separation is not necessarily a bad thing. And to find out how you truly feel at your core if this is a relationship that can endure. And with that nugget, it was time for Brian to get going for his stage performance that night. It was incredible. With the performance to give and the clock ticking, they didn't rush us. They gave it their all. I love them for that. And they were fun to be with. I'd match you guys up anytime. I'd say, <laughs> is that what this is about? You're going to do a matching video. Yeah. Robin, Robin, you've got to meet this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Until next time, I'm Phil Donahue. And I'm Marlo Thomas. Oh, this Thank is you wonderful. So you guys are fabulous. You guys are great. Double Date is a production of Pushkin Industries. The show was created by us and produced by Sarah Lilly. Michael Bahari is associate producer. Musical adaptations of It Had to Be You by Stellwagen Symphonette. Marlo and I are executive producers along with Mia Lobel and Lital Molad from Pushkin. Special thanks to Jacob Weisberg, Malcolm Gladwell, Heather Fain, John Schnars, Carly Migliori, Eric Sandler, Emily Rostek, Jason Gambrell, Paul Williams, and Bruce Kluger. If you like our show, please remember to share, rate, and review. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. 
I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 